0: Welcome to episode 63 of the Cooldown Time Podcast. It's our Thursday episode where we talk about games that may no longer be in your FOV, but we are here to bring them back with our Cooldown Callback, and of course, our Checkpoint Chat where we tackle interesting topics and have long-form conversation about all things video games. My name is Pablo, and with me today is a voice you know very well. It's the graphically impressive co-host himself, Marco. What's up, Marco? Man, it's so crazy that you have that tattooed across your chest. Oh man, that's pretty cool. I feel you. I feel you. How about you tell us uh, where they can find? Oh, how about you tell them where they can find us? Or anyway, or you could tell anybody you want, whatever you want. This is your time. (laughs) Oh, God. Here we go again. Oh, man, they're not going to do ad, do it at all. Well, guys, we got a couple interesting things to talk about. Our cooldown callback, we're going to talk about some games that may be, you know, not exactly old school, but not exactly new either, but interesting enough games that we want to have some conversations about. And our checkpoint chat, we're going to tell you about five times we ate crow over a game. Uh... It tastes so good, and it seems to be happening to me, and even Marco, a lot more than than, than what we're used to. Uh, But it is what it is. Uh, No cooldown callback tag yet, so we're just going to get right into the cooldown callback. Marco, why don't you start us off? What are you playing right now? (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting here and you know, reminiscing on my time with the game, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I should re-download it. And I'm like, ah, it's a game I kind of want to play in bed. My Joy-Con suck, and then I just read that this game is completely playable touchscreen, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Uh, but listen, this game, uh, like Marco, it it. it 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 got me real quick, and honestly, I think a friend of the show, Justin, also not a fan of of these kind of games, uh, played this game and also was immediately addicted. I I don't, I, and to Marco's point, I think it is also a flawless game. I think it, it knows what it is and it knows how to kind of like really grab your attention in a way that's super interesting. You know, uh, I I don't know of any game sent into the breach that has gotten me so into. Uh, a turn based strategy or uh, uh type of game like this I, it it just it, there's just nothing like it um it's it's simple un- unlike FTL which is not uh, but it is it is definitely uh, once you kind of understand how the how the the, the mechanics work there is a high level to it that you can actually operate in and really start knocking out these levels and, and killing these these aliens in in, in, a, in a way that you never thought you were going to be able to comprehend because the game really slow, uh, it, it gives you all the stuff that you need to, to be successful and it dulls it out in a way where ultimately, once you understand it, you're just... In you're in there just wrecking fools. It's it's a beautiful thing. It really is. I can't wait to get back into into this kind of playing this at at work at lunch. I always have like a game that I play on my Switch at lunch, and I, I'm I'm I can't wait to get back to it. But yeah, that's a great pick, uh, Marco. Um, oh shit! The fuck! Oh. I hope this means And uh, man, that's super dope considering hmm, maybe maybe there maybe there's some more coming. That'd be dope to see another one of these. Um, well see Marco I'm playing a game <laughs> that isn't exactly uh, flawless uh, at all um, but I think it's a game worth revisiting because I remember very intently that this game was kind of looked upon as a incredible disappointment for what people thought it was gonna be and that's rise son of Rome um, I've been playing this game just kind of like on and off here. I, I turned it on to just, I can't remember this game not being great. And playing it and I'm like, yo, this game came out in 2013. I mean, CryEngine, obviously, it's a known, beautiful engine. It's all, you know all the good all the good stuff about graphics in the forefront and maybe not so much in the gameplay back end and that's exactly what this game is though there is a particular flow to the combat that I never de- I didn't remember and I found incredibly interesting so obviously you're smashing the X button and when they're ready to die you hit the like RT button and once you do that when you use that trigger button they light up different colors, and those colors correspond to the the yellow being the Y and the blue being the X. And you kind of go through pre- that kind of mini game where you press those buttons, and you go through the super dope kind of flow of motion. That kind, of, they're definitely ripping off 300. Uh, and I thought this game was I, I thought that, that mechanic was really cool and really interesting. And then there's like a whole bunch of crowd. It's all about crowd control and all. And this game is 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 deceptively good. It's just, there's not much there in terms of meat on the bone. Like, it gets to a point where you've seen the same animations over and over. You've seen the same uh, characters, NPCs over and over. But the story is 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 pretty interesting. I think that they're really... Games like this don't really get made. Like, when they talk about Rome, uh, weirdly enough, even though it's ripe for, like, those kind of stories. And... Obviously, it's ripping from Gladiator. It's ripping from everything that's that's not it's particularly historically accurate, but it's trying to make it the most cinematic approach to these kind of uh, this kind of time frame, and I think it does a good job in that. Um, I was just pretty much shocked and blown away that this game looks the way it looks today uh because it looks really good it still looks really good um and even the the animation that i thought was a little stilted doesn't feel i don't know there's any kind of upgrades that they did to it with the uh for the uh, uh xbox series x or whatever it is but it it is it runs smoothly it looks great and i think it's it's one of those games that might kind of people might want to go back to it and kind of look at it now because i think we're a little spoiled uh during that time there was a lot of good games coming out and this game comes out and it was a little bit kind of like oh what's well, not exactly what we wanted there's a lot of shit games out uh in the last couple of years and <laughs> and this kind of stands out a little bit as like okay they had something here and i would have really liked to see like another one of these because i think that they i honestly think that they had something really special here if they just were given the opportunity to tinker a little more and make another one of these games Yeah, certainly not. Yeah. 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 for real. And it really felt like that. And I, man, I don't know what it was, but I remember being blown away by the game back then. But even now, I, I guess I'm blown away all over again because of how good it looks now. Obviously, there are games that look better, uh, you know, that's come out more recently. But this is a really good-looking game, man. I was like, shit, I don't I remember it being this pretty. Uh, but... Yeah, that that's great. But yeah, that's where I'm at there. Um anything anything else to add about that on that at all? I listen to it too, yeah, I listen to it, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to look it up here because I know that uh, it came out in 2014 on PC at 4K. Uh, so I wonder if any of that carried over, but I don't think it did. Yeah, it's still 903. Uh, it's, yeah, it's 900p, 300 <laughs> It's funny because it's listed here. Xbox One, 900 900- 300 uh, frames Xbox One S 900 P 3 frames Xbox One X 900 frames Xbox Series X 900 frames 30 uh, that sucks but I mean like you said we missed that opportunity that's never gonna happen I think um, didn't THQ Nordic purchase Crytek or something like that and they're fucking making everything anyway so just hey guys if you're listening which you're not but if you are just go ahead and do another one of these just go ahead I dare you you dumb bitches. Why am I doing? <laughs> yeah, put your efforts into something else like, I don't know, another one of those damn uh, Darksiders game. Um, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on here into the checkpoint chat. All right, Marco. Five times we ate crow over a game. Now, for the, for some of you who might be listening and, and don't understand what that term means, Marco, go ahead and explain to me what that specifically means when we say we're eating crow. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i think it's best yeah just go ahead and start off and, and let's uh let's start Yeah. Yeah Didn't Didn't we both get this like the physical version Because we thought we were going to hate it Yeah. Yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. And we're not talking weeks or months We're talking like a year or two Yeah 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 We really, did. <laughs> yeah, we, we, uh, we, you know, obviously fell off the game after a couple of years and then we came back and there was like a spurt of a few months where we were back on it and we're really excited for, for, um, for two. I'm currently refreshing my email waiting for, um, my beta key I can technically buy the the, the pack and get it but I don't want to spend any money on that uh anyway but I will say this I it's not on my list only because it was on your list I'll cheat it a little bit because it was there for sure because I, I mean in the fact that I guess it was just no interest at all I was just in my head, there was no way I was ever going to play this game. This ain't even a console game. Get the shit out of my consoles. This is a PC for dumb PC idiots. Uh, but yeah, it, I'm so so happy this game exists, and I can't wait to play more of it when 2 comes out. My, um, one of the games that I ate on is because I loved the series so much. I love the series so much, and that's uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. When this game was announced, you guys have to understand that Platinum Games wasn't quite the Platinum Games that We know now. Yes, they had Bayonetta. And yes, Vanquish existed. But they were still kind of niche. You know, I I had not played Vanquish at that point. So I wasn't really too familiar with what they were. And I, I read some quotes about Kojima that Kojima said that he was... Uh, slightly involved but he did say that he's not he he, he, matter of fact his quote was I'm not involved with the game design itself such as naming each character or the gaming universe no involvement in the script or motion capture direction thus rising is the brand new Metal Gear without my creativity was a quote from Hideo Kojima, and that's all I needed to be like all right this game no thanks first of all Raiden had that uh whole entire shit that people hated him you know like he was just like oh man he's just a whiny little bitch and also they had the whole thing where he should have been a solid snake in an mgs2 not right in, you know and all that kind of baggage uh and this predates four right or this is right after four this is right after four uh so anyway this game comes out and pretty much just blew me away, like one of my favorite Metal Gear Solid stories, and it has nothing to do with Hideo Kojima, that's why a lot of people right now are kind of like, what is Metal Gear Solid going to do without Hideo Kojima, and look, Hideo Kojima is Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid is Hideo Kojima, but if you do a game like Metal Gear Rising, where you kind of separate yourself from the big boss uh, storyline, and kind of delve into something else, you'll get this. You you get something special like this. This game feels like a Metal Gear Solid game. It's a little bit of a boss rush game. You know, level, boss, level, boss, level, boss. But all those bosses felt absolutely like of Kojima, it came out right of Kojima's mind. I mean, the tonality of the game. I mean, spoiler alerts: you you fight the president of the United States of America after a twenty-minute soliloquy that he gives on top of a fucking mech, uh, and then it just it's all out insanity. I mean, this game is is just one of the best action games ever created. Not surprising, since Platinum Games tends to do shit like that, uh, and it's it's it really just. I'm gonna use this term a lot. I guess it kind of just really blew me away in how you can just the the controlling of the of 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 riding, but also that that whole slicing mechanic that they had, where you hold the the trigger button and you can slice and and, and literally slicing people to p- to pieces. It's just one of those games where I had I had not only did I have expectations, but I had like actual vitriol. Uh, like I was angry that they were making a Metal Gear Solid game without Hidel Kojima. How dare they! Uh, and they did it, and it was pretty fucking good. Do you have anything to say about this game i i don't I don't think we've ever really talked about rising uh too much i I wonder how you feel about this game. Yeah. and that's like information that came out like later no oh i didn't i didn't know i didn't know that yeah Yeah. Yeah, you could it's really good. It does. Yeah, repetitive and Yeah. <laughs> what you got against sombreros, man? Eh? <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't know that tidbit. I mean, I knew, but I knew that that was a thing. I just didn't know that at the time. Uh, I thought that was information that came out later, because uh, I know there was some information also that came out that Hidalgo was gonna do a game with with the boss during World War II, and he felt that his team was not old enough to make that game and so it never happened that's a game i want to fucking see that that sounds amazing uh, but yeah man it's just one of those things where metal gear solid holds a special place in our hearts and somebody coming seemingly from the outside to make this game it just felt a little bit like okay there's no way they're going to be able to replicate or do anything close to it and they and they and they nailed it they did a really good job uh and um i, I think this kind of is a like a guideline for people who for konami if they want to make more metal gear games and they're not going to have kojima on board you know maybe try something that isn't not exactly trying to emulate his characters and do something a little bit different enough to where it still feels like metal gear but it doesn't need the hidel kojima touch uh but yeah that was my number that was my number five what do you got Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah Yeah That's awesome yeah, yeah, it's funny because I—it's easy, it, it's super easy to look at this game and be like, "All right, not gonna work." Um, but the fact that you had that experience where you tried it, you played it, and you're like, "Yeah, this game sucks," or "This doesn't work," and then coming back to it and really giving it that time and realizing it's—it's it's an incredible game. Yeah, that that that's that's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I I I shared the same kind of sentiment at the forefront where the game was like oh this is weird why and then the game comes out and i actually really loved it so i was like okay this makes sense now i get why they did this uh but um yeah that's a that's a great fucking game man and, and, and sparks of hope uh looks like it, it was it's so easy to make a sequel to this game and just be like more of the same but the fact that they're like making strides to change not only the the original you know kingdom battle but also how you play these kind of strategy uh games like those uh XCOM type of games where they're very static and you can't move the fact that they're doing this with this title i mean it's it's pretty cool i think uh i think that uh of could have a chance of being like one of the best games of the year so that that's super dope that you went through that mine is um a game that we talked about uh this week um uh, on Monday's episode, is Ghosts of uh, Tsushima. Uh, this is a game that, for whatever reason, I, I because it was Sucker Punch and the people that did Infamous and those kind of games, I thought this was Infamous in Japan. You know, I just kind of like what I was going for, uh, thinking about just because of who, who they were. They released kind of like a gameplay, cinematic, and it doesn't look anything like... Uh, uh, like, infamous, so I was like, okay, maybe it's not that, but still not for me because it's still sucker and I don't really like their kind of games, and I don't think that this game is going to be able to speak to me, and I don't know if it feels a little derivative. I, I, it doesn't look really fun to play. They look like they're really focusing on that samurai type of combat, which is very, you know, it's very singular in its approach to combat, so through, through and through, just, just not into this game, and to the point where I was like, I think this game is going to suck. I, re- I think I remember talking to you saying like, man, this game is not going to be good. It's going to be a bust. Um, like um, Dying dying Light, not Dying Light, uh, Days Gone. I was like, you know, it's going to be their next Days Gone. Th- the way that they, a lot, if you think about it, it's a lot like Ragnarok where they were very weird about the release date. They really weren't talking about it. They, they said it's coming this that that year and they really kind of like, no, nah, we don't know when. And all of a sudden... Um, the Last of Us 2 gets pushed back, and then they announce this game on July. You're like, really, back-to-back? They're burying it behind The Last of Us 2? Nope. They just bear-spin the riches. That's all they had, because this game comes out, and for a little while, I would admit, I was like, I knew it. This is just not going to be my thing. And then it just kind of hits that stride. It, it, Cinematically, it's beautiful. The gameplay is great. I love, uh, I, I love just the entire... Uh, Art style and the way that they use the wind, uh, and the way that they really had this kind of mechanic of you either being the ghost of Tsushima or just being like this, basically just killing everybody. Though it doesn't really pay off story-wise. It's a cool approach to the game itself. Um, I love seeing uh, Jin's little butt and going into little, <laughs> into little heat, A <laughs> little thing and just kind of relaxing and thinking about life. And little touches like that that really make this game kind of special. <laughs> I just say it's just it makes this game really special. It had that that uh, Kurosawa filter, which you know, it, it was was a cool little uh, thing uh, to to kind of because it was kind of a throwback to those kind of old uh, Japanese uh, samurai films. It's it's just one of those games that I when you look I look back at that year and it was really high on my list, like two or three, and there, it, it was a game that I, in no way, shape, or form, that I think I was gonna like, um, but the fact that I ended up loving this game so much, and a game that I completed, and I played the DLC, and, 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 and then Legends comes out, the multiplayer stuff, where it's like, alright, what the fuck is this, and that also works, I mean, after this game showed me so much, I was still skeptical about what it was giving me with Legends, I'm like, this is trash, nobody wants to play this, and it was amazing as well, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those rare games that everything about it might not seem like it's my thing, and then it just ends up being great. And in a world where open world games are just fucking taking over, this felt little like a refresh of that. And so I'm super excited uh, for the potential of a better, of part two, and it being better. But we'll see how that pans out. Maybe it Ghost of Tsushima two will make my other list of five times we get crowbar caves uh if I start hitting on it but yeah anything uh, to add about this a d h d baby. Yeah, that a second act, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I, I uh I agree. All right, what do you got going? What's your other game? Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even I played like thirty five hours of it. Yeah. hmm <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> I was playing like up to three or four in the morning sometimes, man, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. It was fun time. No, no, no. It's funny that 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 one of your reasons behind not giving it time at first is because you were sick of Call of Duty and 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 Battlefield and those military shooters. And apparently, so were they because they completely took that formula and made something uh, different. Yeah. Uh, But I I, I agree, man. Um, The only thing that I would say that's a negative about the game, uh, among other things, but like the thing that kind of still pisses me off every time I see it is that they completely dismantled uh, Rainbow Six Patriots and then we got Siege out of this. And Siege has grown into a beautiful game, but Patriots was going to be that traditional first uh, 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 single-player Rainbow Six experience that I like from New Vegas and New Vegas 2. But other than that, hopefully one day we'll get something like that. But yeah, Siege is great still being supported till till, till this day uh, and even got a spin-off with extraction but you know that was also kind of fun uh, it's still not the core game but is it, it's, it's a great time um, anything else you want to add number three is some a realization that I got uh, had fairly recently um, it's Diablo 3 it's a game that Marco never talked to me about always was hiding it you know never wanted me to play it <laughs> no, I was kidding no no it's a game that you know, anybody that has played it and always be like, hey, you should play Diablo 3. Uh, you should play Diablo 3. You should play Diablo 3. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And I played it. I, I bought it on Switch. I'm like, nah, fuck this game. This game sucks. I'm uh, totally wrong. Um, I, I I had bought the, well, I played Diablo 2 Resurre- Resurrection. And um, I bought that. It was on sale uh, for Super Cheap. And I got it. And I'm like, okay. I, I it's, It feels too outdated for me, but I get it. I, I'm finding what about, the, the the thing about this game the hook that people like i'm in it so let me redownload diablo 3 which i had already on xbox and immediately i was like oh, yeah of course this game is fucking great and, and nobody told me about it so you know i immediately recommended it to marco and now he's a, no i'm just kidding <laughs> look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and talk to you guys uh you guys know way more uh than me about diablo but yeah i was late to the party man um you know, I'm not a looter shooter guy, but th- uh, I don't give really a shit about loot or anything like that. But there's something about this game, and something about collecting the loot. There's something about even the story that 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 you know they, they say they give to you in drips, but it's there. You know, it's interesting. Um, just the the aesthetic, the 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 ambiance uh, of it. I know, uh, and I've read a lot of stuff, and I know people prefer Diablo the Diablo and Diablo Two is like more darker, uh, ethereal kind of devilish evil look which four is definitely uh you know doing again but and this had a little bit more of a you know it's a little brighter it had it it, it was a little bit more mystical in its approach to its design uh but i i I love it man i i think that this is a a a top tier game i know it launched a little rocky with whatever that uh, auction house was i have no idea what the fuck that's about i don't give a shit uh but the core game the diablo three core game i man what a great fucking! Uh, what if it's just a great game to play? I, I'm even till today. I'm still going back and, and, and just playing a, a dungeon here, or there, collecting some gear, kind of throwing it on the dude. I'm trying to. I have like a build already written down that I want to get. I'm unlocking everything to get to that build. This little stuff like that. That really, I, 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 my biggest regret about this is not getting into this game sooner or right when it came out on consoles. Uh, because that this would have been one of those games that really would have, um. Kind of like, you know, blow me away. If it was blowing me away now, imagine when it came came out on consoles then how that would have done. But, yeah, man, uh, Diablo 3 single-handedly just made Diablo 4 probably one of my most anticipated games of next year. And that's saying a lot considering that we got Starfield, we got Breath of the Wild sequel uh, next year. And Diablo 4 is right up there for me. So, Yeah. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> no, that's CGI, bro. He he made that up on like a uh, web page or some shit. Yeah. It's just the times. Those the, the, the I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it didn't grab me. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Go for it. They were liars. In my book, they were lying to me and they wanted and they did not want the best for me. Mm-hmm. Come on. Shit, Joe. ha 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 Yeah, it really is special, man. Well. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say it is kind of our fault because shame on us for doubting deus ex mankind divided human revolution fucking shadow of the tomb raider guys i mean look marvel's Guardians of the galaxy uh was a game that is within that is as good if not better than those games like this studio is really talented and they know how to make these really single player experiences really stand out and like marco was saying everything he said i agree with it just it it just uh revealed horribly when this, I remember where I was, um, uh, when this, they, they announced this game, it was at E3, um, I was on vacation, and I just decided to take some time and, and watch this, I was like, this game looks, who is this for, and why is Adios, uh, Montreal, like, fucking, not making, uh, Mankind Divided 2, and making this trash, like, are we really doing this, and then everything after that, uh, it didn't get better. It got worse, actually. Like they showed purple background and uh, purple lighting and purple dresses and uh, purple looking back. It was just horrible. One col- color palette, you know. And then uh, the dialogue that they showed, like this, this is a really well written game, and the, the dialogue they decided to the, the showcase is like some of the worst shit I've ever seen. It, it just like it's like it really was trying to emulate the movies i think and that was his biggest mistake because none of those characters are really like their movie sure they're similar but they really in my opinion i think they do a better job in the game than they do in the film and it's just uh it's just fantastic i i, I love i love this game to pieces i i i i am so upset that it revealed the way it did because i think a lot of people didn't give this much of a chance it didn't sell well or it didn't sell as well as they anticipated after it came out on game pass their, their sales did uh, elevate and they said that they did reach their goal which is fantastic i don't know if we'll see a part two i mean i i hope that word of mouth and and, and kind of like the the surprise uh reviews because a lot of people were surprised with the review like i didn't expect this like it, it wasn't just us it was it was it was the industry, but I think what sets it apart for me, Marco, is that not only did we like it, but I we're considering it being one of the best games, period, for us. Uh, and if I look at it from like a narrative standpoint and just to put myself in that position when I played it and and how I felt when I was playing it, I mean, it feels like an all timer. You know, it really does. And I, and it, you would have never, ever in a million years see that As a matter of fact go back and see that if you have no idea what we're talking about go see those reveal trailers and go play this game it's not even the same game i don't i don't i'm convinced that they were showing something completely different a mobile version of this game that never came out because holy shit night and day i don't think i don't i don't think i've ever in my life has seen a game show itself so poorly and it just be so incredible you know there, there are games that 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 might be on the fence, but that end up being pretty good. And you're like, okay, I would have seen that, but I've never would have guessed it for this game at all. Yeah. 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 It was a, a fundamental mistake. Uh, I don't think they even knew what they had on their hands when 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 they uh, turned this game. in. there's no way they had, there's no way they knew how to market this because they probably didn't even care to ask. Oh, Marvel. Okay, we're, we know what to do with Marvel. It's Marvel. Don't worry about it. Uh, but that fucking sucks. But I hope we get another one of these. At the very least, I can't. I, I I'll say this much. Benefit of the doubt always for for that studio. I'm never gonna doubt them until they make me doubt them. So um, next game, next game they announce whatever it is, automatically one of my most anticipated games of whenever that uh, game comes out. Mm-hmm. All right, Marco, what is your last one? Your number, Juan. Han solo rip off bullshit, no, that's good. I like it. <laughs> You would have never thought in a million years that Marco and I grew up together because totally different approach to Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking Video King. Holy shit. Crazy. I have it on Switch. No. It's funny. It's funny too it, because my introduction to Star Wars was through a Nintendo sixty four game, which was um, Shadows of the Empire, uh Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Dash Rendar was the main character there, and I think that's one of the better uh, Star Wars stories. So I, I, I'm a Star Wars fan, but I, I'm not. I'm not exactly. I don't exactly think you're wrong in thinking that a video game can provide that because I, I, I that's how I feel about Shadows of the Empire. Maybe it just cuts my introduction to it. Um, now, Marco, I have a question for you because I this is a I know how much you love uh, this game. Uh, the remake is coming uh, soon, hopefully next year, maybe the year after. What are you What do you want from this? Are, do you want a remake in in the same way, uh, uh, turn based? Uh, or do you think that in order for this game to to for it to make sense as a remake does it need to go into that action rpg level of 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 combat or do you think that uh the remake could come out and just be a better prettier looking version of the game built from the ground up but still keep it's 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 uh, rpg components intact what do you think yeah Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be weird for a Star Wars game to come out in this day and age and specifically be about Jedi and the Sith and have a lightsaber and not be able to wield that lightsaber uh, like an action game, at least, you know, corresponding to the button presses because that would be a little weird. Um last thing about the game because i don't share the same kind of like love for this game though i love it but nowhere near where you are in that way are you concerned about the remake and the studio making it because you know the rumors with xbox kind of taking a pass on it uh, some of the underlining stuff was like they just weren't really sold on aspire being the a studio to, to, to do this remake um I, I mean i i think anything is possible uh, i think if sony i trust sony and thinking that if they're if they're up for it then I think they'll do a good job but are you concerned at all yeah I'm not sure blue point, I guess, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be trash. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that it does go the way of remake, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because at this point, not the selling point, but one of the bigger moments of that game. You know, pretty much we already know what it is. And so it'd be really dope if they subvert our expectations once again with a different kind of twist or something, a story element, uh, or story element, or maybe they don't try to make that a twist. Maybe it's something known pretty early on. You know, something to kind of change the the, the that particular beat because uh, a lot of times when people play that game, we just wait for the twist, just wait for the twist, you know, and it's kind of like, eh, it's it's a good twist. It really is, but it's once you experience it, it's just, I just hope that the game doesn't built around that shit so okay my number one game it, it's not as it's not a, a, a it's not a game that i particularly love as much as you love star wars knights of the Old republic but it was pretty recent and i kind of want to talk about it and that's pokemon arceus i mean if you heard the show you know we had an ongoing joke here about uh the name uh here just yeah whatever archaeologists it don't matter this game trash. No, no. Uh, I don't know. Arceus, Arceus, whatever uh, you want to call it. But we were intentionally being disrespectful towards the game just because it just. For me, the way they talked about this game, it just felt like lip service. Like, you know, this is going to be an open area type of Pokemon game where, you know, it's going to be different from the other ent- uh, entries in the series. It's really going to open the game up. It's really going to focus on catching Pokemon and, you know, catching Pokemon in, in a Pokemon game. Yeah, what the fuck else? Like, what are you talking about, right? So this game comes out and it it really is one of those games that, um. Y- y- and Marco, too, I think, because it, it caught us by surprise as to how in, how incredibly fast we got into it and, and, and just going into these areas and just constantly trying to fill out our Pokédex and trying to uh, fill out our level to get that next badge. And it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, man, I'm really enjoying my time with, with this uh, Pokémon game when I'm not the biggest Pokemon fan. Uh, I liked uh, Sword and Shield and XY, and that's about it. I mean, you know, that's pretty much the only games that I kind of really played. Uh, And so I'm never... really excited when a pokemon game is announced but what but what pokemon legends did for me is make me made me excited for pokemon and it's one of the reasons why i have it on the list here is because not only did this the, the expectation of this game kind of blow me away and really is one of the games that, that it's one of the better games of this year but also the fact that now i'm really anticipated violet and and uh it was scarlet right Rather than So I'm really anticipated a uh, a Pokemon game like I never in my entire life have, and they've really kind of turned the page on their approach to 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 game development. I I think that they were very static and in and they got in their own way a lot, kind of repeating the same kind of structures that they've always have. Uh, uh, Legends really opened that up for them to where they did something different they took a chance it worked for them and and now we're gonna see the hopefully the the fruits of that labor here with a mainline Pokemon game and I hope you know that it it, it, I hope that poke I hope Pokemon Legends doesn't outshine it I hope that this is just a a, a, another one of the great Pokemon games to have released this year how about you I know that you this is kind of similar to you as well Another game you ate crow on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what, and again, the reason why I have it here because it kind of turned me around the whole series. Where I, I'm not gonna sit here and just easy, you know, low hanging fruit. Be like, oh, kids' game, like because it's it's not. They're, they're really, really, really great games, and the whole technical aspect of it. Another thing we made fun of. Well, oh, you want to play this game on 12 uh, frames per second? <laughs> we were real snarky, man. We were real shitty about this game, and they. But they, you know, they shut they shut us up real good, real good. Look, Marco, that's going to wrap up our show. We'll see you again on Thursday for our next episode. Actually, we'll see you again Monday for our next episode. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast to stay notified on when it drops. You're welcome, and we'll see you next time. Bye.